The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Monday, Monday, so good to me. Monday morning, it was all. Monday, Monday. Good morning. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. If you'd like to participate, call 323-835-1123 or visit politicalbombshow.cf. I hate the city. God, I know I hate the city. You try to do a show and you have motorcycle geeks or punks or gangs or whatever the hell they are just being loud and killing me. Anyway, I don't want to go off, go off on a tangent about the damn motorcycle. It's just annoying. Um, I want to talk about, guys, do you like to cook? And if you don't like to cook, why don't you like to cook? Do you think it makes you a girly man or you just don't know how to cook? You were dependent on a woman to cook, so now you don't want to cook. So you just eat out and, you know, what's the deal on that? So I'm going to be, that's going to be my main monologue today. And, of course, I'll do the news and views and such. And uh, let's start with uh, some uh, news, shall we? But before we start with the news, again, I want to thank you guys who've been uh, going to politicalbombs.cf and getting these beautiful wristbands. If you haven't gotten yours yet, head on over. What you waiting for, Christmas? PoliticalBombShow.cf, bottom right-hand corner, click on the wristband and get yours today. Get it today, not tomorrow. Today, boy, today, ladies, today. I guess I'm happy because it's a free Monday. I don't have to work. I'm just chilling, chilling. But I do have to do the laundry, boo, laundry, laundry. I really, you know, I've been contemplating getting a wash and dryer, but why? It's just going to be more stuff when I move and get my own home. So I'm going to have to continue going to the laundry until I move. And um, because it's, it won't, I, the less stuff I, I compile here, the less stuff I have to move, honestly. So I'm not going to do it. You know, although it's a pain in the butt, I hate going to the laundry. You got to deal with all the, for lack of a better word, the rejects. And I feel like a reject when I go there, although it's not fair to call everyone rejects. Maybe you just can't afford a washer and dryer. I'm sure people don't actually want to go there because if you could afford a washer and dryer, you would stay home and do your laundry. I'm sure that you wouldn't want to go and mingle and have all the, <laughs> as someone told me, you you take your clothes to the public laundry, what about all that pea juice? 
and P as they don't mean P, they mean P as in short for kitty kitten. I was like, that is gross. Now, when I do my laundry, I just think of pea juice. This is gross. Oh. Anyway, I'm sorry to gross you out on a, on a Monday morning here, but these are the friends you got, right? I mean, but seriously, I really do need to get my own um, my own uh, wash and dry, but I'm not going to do it now because it's just going to be more work when I, when I decide that... Uh, I find the right home, and I'm two years less than actually less than two years is is my cutoff date because I don't want two years to come and then I gotta start over to the um, homeowners class again. So less than two years, I need to be gone. So anyway, let's start the news. And by starting the news, we're gonna start off with something familiar that you probably heard a thousand times. But I like to keep things like this. If I'm talking about about Sucky Zucky, I have a Sucky Zucky song. If we're talking about San Francisco, I have a San Francisco song. So the news happened to start with... Closing your San Francisco. To San Francisco. Gonna need some rubber boots on your feet So you don't get stuck by those needles, you know what I mean? Pro-Islamic state media outlet called for biological attacks in the West posters depict San Francisco. I'm pretty sure I read this already. Is my news feed way behind? What is it? Why is it repeating? It's saying six minutes ago, and I know that I read this the other day, but... I always love the chance to play San Francisco because I know you guys love it so much. But we're not going to read that story. We read the story already. So let's move on to something else. Bin Laden's son marries daughter of lead 9-11 hijacker. Wait a minute. What's going on here, folks? Ham, I can't pronounce it, H-A-M-Z-A, Hamza, Hamza bin Laden has married daughter of lead 9-11 hijacker, hijacker, said family. This is horrible, dude. So Hamza bin Laden, the son of the late Al-Qaeda leader, has married the daughter of Mohammed Atta, the lead hijacker in the 9-11 terror attacks according to his family. The union was confirmed by Osama bin Laden's half-brothers doing an interview with The Guardian. Why is The Guardian interviewing terrorists? I don't understand. Um, Ahmed and Hassan al-Attas said they believe Hamas had taken a senior position with Al-Qaeda and was aiming to average the death of his father, shot dead during a U.S. military raid in Pakistan seven years ago. I heard um, I heard conspiracy theories about as far as the U.S. not actually killing him. He was already dead, but let's not go there. Let's keep reading. Hamas bin Laden is the son of one of Osama bin Laden's three surviving wives, uh, Kasuria Saber, 
who was living with her husband in a compound in Abbottabad, Abbottabad, near a large Pakistani military base when he was killed. He has since made public statements urging followers to wage war in Washington, London, Paris, and Tel Aviv, baby. Woo! That's not how he said it, but... And is is a deputy to the terrorist group's current leader, Aman al-Zarahiri. Screw you, buddy. You suck. Why don't you go suck an egg? We have heard he has married the daughter of Muhammad Atta, said Ahmad al-Atis, you stupid terrorist Fs. We're not sure where he is, but it could be Afghanistan. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Western intelligence agencies have been increasingly focusing on the whereabouts of Hamas bin Laden over the past two years, seeing him as more likely than anyone else to galvanize followers because he's the son. Kill him. Kill him now! Kill him! His married, his marriage to the daughter of Atta, an Egyptian national female dog appears to confirm that the 9-11 Almany, oops, I got breaking news. Hold on, folks, breaking news. This better be breaking news because Fox is famous for saying breaking news. Death toll skyrockets, at least 82 killed after 6.9 magnitude earthquake strikes in Indonesia. It's, it's, wow, yeah, I guess that is breaking news, see? That's breaking news. Earthquakes are the worst. That's why I would never live in the West Coast, especially California. Well, besides it being a cesspool filled of human filth in San Francisco. But anyway, let's see. I hope I didn't lose my place here. Western intelligence agencies have been increasingly focusing on the whereabouts of Hamas Bin Laden over the past two years, seeing him as a more likely than anyone else to have an eye followers. His marriage to the daughter Atta, an Egyptian national female dog, appears to confirm that the 9-11 alumni remains a central hub of Al-Qaeda and that the organization itself continues to be organized around Osama bin Laden's legacy. You can take your legacy and stuff it! Stuff it! Stuff it! Stuff it! Stuff it in the oven! Stuff it! Stuff it! Stuff it! I don't care about your legacy, you freaking terrorist, wicked, evil F. Another of bin Laden's sons, Khalid, was killed in U.S. raid in Abbottabad. A third Saad was killed in drone strike in Afghanistan in 2009. Keep him killing, keep him dying, keep him killing, keep him dying, keep him killing, keep him dying, keep him killing. Letters, letters, purple, purple, blah, 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 bl
Por Portelli, written by Osama bin Laden, and seized from the compound, suggested he was grooming, grooming like a like a kitty cat, licking the groomy, 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 grooming a mouse to replace him, partly to avenge the death of Saad. I don't even know who Saad is. Who's a Saad? You should be dead. Don't come after us. You suck. You like your way of living? Stay there. Don't you try to make me live the way you want to live because you want to put your women in a cover her face up and cover her whole body up and make her look like a zombie. Bin Laden's wives and surviving children have returned to Saudi Arabia. Stay there! Where they were given refuge by the former crown, Prince Mohammed bin Nafi. I really don't like these throwbacks and don't like, I mean hate. The women and children remain in close contact with Bin Laden's mother. The evil... Which is still alive? <laughs> Aliyah Ghanim, who told the Guardian, why is the Guardian interviewing all these terrorist Fs? Told the Guardian in an interview that she remained in regular touch with her Vivi. <laughs> no, that's what they in regular touch with her surviving family members. They also like some VVs, like some vaginas. When we thought everyone was over this, next thing I knew was Hamas saying, I'm going to avenge my father, my father, the terrorist F, said Hassan al-Atas. I don't want to go through that again. Well, I hope you go through it very soon, you terrorist Fs. Okay. Anger much? I should be angry at them. They're terrorist Fs. They want us Christians to conform to their way of living. It's not gonna happen, terrorist Fs. By terror Fs, I mean you're a terrorist F. A F, a F. It rhymes with dark, but with an F and take away the D. The family claimed they did not have any contact with Osama bin Laden from 1999 until the death of 2011. Woo! Die, BF, die, MF. I meant MF, not BF. He's not a BF. He's not a best friend. He's an MF, a mother flower. They said they had not heard from Hamas bin Laden, nor I receive any messages from him in recognition of his apparent status within Al-Qaeda. The U.S. government labeled him a specially designated global terrorist January 2017, meaning his assets could be blocked by anyone who dealt with him face to face, face to face. So there you have it. There's a picture of this ugly mug, Bin Laden, you F you. Burn in hell, shall you? Burn in hell.
I have no love lost for terrorist Fs. This is why we cannot have open borders. Build a wall. Build a wall. BTW. Do you understand that? Okay. Yes, sirree. Can't have open borders when you have terrorist Fs wanting to come and kill us. Are you crazy? Freaking crazy. Liberal Fs are crazy. Fair after explosions at FL power plant. No warning of demolition. When did this happen? Let's see. Where is this? Poor Florida. Explosion at Jacksonville FPL Cedar Bay plant cause shockwaves. Residents near plant caught off guard by implosion that jolted the ground. There's always something going on in Florida. Honestly, I'm looking at the video here. Yeah. Wow, it looks really horrible. Six weeks after the JEA imploded the coolant towers at its St. John's River Power Park, with great fanfare, a smaller implosion at a closed coal-fired power plant of Eastport Road caught the community JSO and JFRD by surprise. Despite claims that Florida Power and Light had notified the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, Jacksonville Fire Rescue Department, media, and local residents, News for Jax has confirmed that no notification was given to them by FPL. So apparently there was some misguidance there. Okay. Uh, the the Lyme disease now in all 50 states? Oh, no. Let's see. Lyme disease. Is that from ticks? I can't remember. My brain isn't working right now. My brain is not working. It's too hot. Oh, oh, please. <laughs> Lyme disease is now in all 50 states. If you thought you were safe from Lyme disease because you don't live in New England. Oh, I'm in New England. Where the tick-borne, I knew it was from ticks, ticks-borne illness first appeared, think again. Now all 50 states, I said all 50 states, plus the District of Columbia have residents who have tested positive for Lyme. Positive for Lyme. Not the Lyme, L-I-M-E, the Lyme, L-Y-M-E. A bacterial infection that can cause a wide variety of symptoms, including joint aches, fatigue, physical palsy, and neck stiffness. Why do I have all those things? Oh, no, I got the Lyme disease. Oh, no. The news comes from a report from the clinical laboratory Quest Diagnostics. Diagnostics. I think I owe them money from back in the past, which analyzed the results of six million ways to die. Choose one. Wait them on. A who that I come. Wait them on. And I think they did done. Wait them on. Okay, I'm sorry. Why am I going into a reggae song? 
because there's a song, Cutty Ranks. He, that's how he starts that song. Six million ways to die is choose one. You think I'm kidding. Do I have to play the intro? Let me find this because I know you're thinking, what are you talking about? Here it is. Six million ways to die. Choose one. How would I try for though? Try for test me. Wait the man, who that a come? Wait the man, who no think me did done? Wait the man, who that a come? Wait the man, who no think me. I told you, Cully Rance made that one. Wait the man, who that a come? Wait the man, think me done done? I told you. Anyway, where is my news story? Did I close it out? Let's reopen that. What story was I reading? Oh, boy. I was reading about, I think I was reading about Lyme disease. Wasn't I reading about Lyme disease? I think I was. Let's see here. Uh, something with six million. Let's see. I'll be able to tell. But There we go. So this news comes from a report from the Clinical Laboratory of Quest Diagnostics, which analyzed the resolve of six million ways to die. Choose one, wait them on blood tests. Doctors had ordered to diagnose Lyme disease in their patients. The report found that Pennsylvania had the most positive cases last year, 10,001. The Pennsylvania tally, along with the Six six New England states, Connecticut. <laughs> I hate Connecticut. I lived there for too long. I wasted too much time there. Maine. Maine is something I remember when I went up on a mountain, when I skipped school with some strangers and almost died. Massachusetts. <laughs> this is where I reside right now with Pocahontas. She sucks. She blows. And don't forget the stinking, dirty, filthy governor. New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Vermont. It ain't socialist Bernie Sanders. Rhode Island had some friends there, but... Anyway, moving right along, accounted for 60% of country of the country's Lyme disease cases. Positive results grew by 50% in New England, by the 78% in Pennsylvania from 2016 to 2017. However, the number of positive tests spiked in some areas not traditionally linked to Lyme disease. For instance, Florida had 501 infections, up 77% since 2015. Well, you got to remember, though, Florida is is a state where most people aren't local. A lot of people are moving there. They're retired from different uh Different states, so if I had to take a guess, a lot of New Englanders who are retiring are moving down there. That's my guess. But anyway, uh, that's about, and California had 483 people with positive test results. You know what? Wait, there, man. Who <laughs> did that come? Anyway, uh, let's move on to another story on huh? Lyme disease. I don't have it. 
mosque sermon in Canada calls on Allah to slay non-Muslims one by one. This is why I hate that religion. They're not religion of peace like every other religion. They're religion of killing all the other religions. This is why they must die! Okay? They must perish because they're not the religion of peace. They are calling on all other religions to die one by one because you're not Muslim, you're non-Muslim. You must slay non-Muslim one by one. How about slay my nutsack? You want to slay that? Look at this freaking fool. The prime minister finally found time after his vacation to visit Toronto on the Danforth and place a banquet of flowers at the makeshift memorial for 18-year-old Reese Fallon and 10-year-old Juliana Corzis, who died in a mass shooting July 22nd by physical Hassan, or Hussein, rather. For some reason, Justin Trudeau could not condemn the action of the Pakistani Canadian. Justin Trudeau, you're a pair! You make me so mad! There's words that I have that want to spark upon you. You're a bitch. That's plain and simple. You're a freaking bitch. Call out the terrorists. Call them out. Get rid of them. They should not be here. They need to perish. Plain and simple. Justin Trudeau could not condemn the action of Pakistani Canadians who spread terror in our city. He can't call them out because he's a freaking pansy. Plain and simple. He's a freaking pansy. Comparison? For whom? For the dead? The dead don't need comparison. They need justice and truth. Let me, re- let me repeat that again. The dead don't need comparison. They need justice and the truth. So why do that pansy Trudeau, why is he not doing anything? Why? Because he's a freaking pansy. You ever seen the fool? I'm not going to read any more of this because it's really pissing me off. I, my anger is going to the, to the ceiling right now. Let's let's move on. So flying drones, bombs. Let's see what this is all about. Wait, wait, hold up. North Korean scientists attempting to clone human for army. Let's see what they wait. Hold on. Let's go to this story right here. Sounds interesting. <clears throat> North Korean scientists attempting to clone humans for Kim's... All right, don't give me this cookie BS. Continue. I, oh, these sites really angry. They really do. Let's see here. Uh, dictator Kim Jong-un wants to create an army of super soldiers who will obey his every command. Genetic scientists have spent billions on a secret cloning program started by Kim's grandfather more than 30 years ago. Now intelligence experts believe 
The 35-year-old tyrant wants to create perfect copies of both his father, Kim Jong the second and grandfather Kim whatever I don't care I should care but I don't care I care but I don't care baby and what does it all bow down to it's everything's gonna be quite alright cause I got one hand in my pocket and the other one's vaping on my vapor I don't smoke cigarettes so I have to change the lyrics uh, chaos in Caracas. Let's see what chaos they have going on in Maracas. Maracas, Maracas, Venezuela, man. I'm not even Jamaican. Why am I talking like that? Oh, because I played the wait, the man. Who did it come? Venezuela arrest terrorists over Maduro attack as opposition fears repair reparations reparations. Uh, the, 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 the six terrorists and hired killers have been arrested in Venezuela, accused of trying to assimilate President Nicolas Maduro in an alleged drone attack the government said on Sunday. Interior and Justice Minister Nestor Riverol announced the arrest on state television, saying more could be on the way in the coming hours. Wait, man, I don't care. I don't care. App for passengers to report abuses. Let's see what this is all about. This is about sex abuse. Is your flight too hot? Too cold? Flight attendants push new cabin temp standards. Why do I not even care about this? The Association of Flight Attendants, AFA, which represents 50,000 flight attendants at United Airlines and 19 other carriers, is getting into the heating and cooling business, so to speak. Ditto, 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 ditto for some 15,000 flight attendants. You know what? I don't really care. I don't care. I can't pretend to care when I don't care. Boycott USA movement starts in Canada. Again, I don't care. Again, I don't care. Bloody scenes. Let's see. What bloody scenes are we talking about? What are bloody scenes? Beatings and blood in Portland. Trump supporters clubbed blood gushing from head. You see, this is a thing I don't don't like. Because if it was the opposite and Trump supporters bloodied liberal Fs, then it would be different. It's these damn Antifa. They all got to beat. We got to beat the hell out of them. Sick of these Antifa. I'm trying so hard not to cuss. I really am trying so hard not to cuss. Saturday. Though the groups have clashed several times over the last year and a half, the August 4th edition is shaping up to be like none other as both groups are upping the ante. 
Portland police were bracing for a bloody rally and tried to prevent people from bringing guns to the event. The rally turned bloody Saturday afternoon and a black-clad Antifa thug clubbed the conservative activist with what appears to be a flag. The conservative activist immediately dropped to the floor. Blood was seen gushing from his head. Man, man down. He's dripping blood from his head. This is serious. He got in a struggle with some black-clad dudes over a flag, and one of them clubbed him. Uh, I, I swear to G, it couldn't be me. It couldn't be me. Bloody, than I would have beat the F out of someone who tried to club me for my feelings and my belief and my rights. I would club, I would grab you by the throat and choke the hell out of you. There, I got that on my system. 60 minutes, boss to stay on vacation doing investigation. Of course, of course he's going to stay on vacation. He don't want to be in there right now. Anti-Semitic graffiti on Ellie Wessel's house. Bankruptcy booms among older Americans. Brink of anarchy. California wildlife becomes fifth largest in state history. CBS insists network is not broken. Of course, they're going to insist that. Of course. Disney robotic stuntman to replace humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's hot like fire in this place. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. It is hot. As I re- as I've said before, I'm I'm in the city right now, and the only way to get some peace and quiet so I could do my podcast in peace, I have to close the window. And unfortunately, I still I haven't replaced my AC. I don't know why and what I'm waiting for. I'm so procrastinating on that. NR NRA mocks who who are the NRA mocking? Let's see. The NRA, they are marking, they are marking David Hogg. Screw you. Look at he looks like, like a like a pansy. Look at him. Look at you, pansy. You're a pansy, dude. Plain and simple. You don't even know anything about, about guns yet. I'm calling for gun control. Update. Trump Tower meeting with Russians was meant. To get information on Hillary, of course. I did not know about it. Yes, Trump did not know about it. It's plain and simple. Trump would fight any special counsel subpoena in court. Washington Post says precarious moment in presidency. How about precarious these months? <laughs> not sex robots vent. Sex robot vent. Fanatic? She knew that she knew what I was doing with him. Oh, this is sounding kind of uh weird and scary here. Let's let's read this story. <laughs> she knew what I was doing. Sex robots 
Fanatic 60 reveals realism of first harmony, first harmony romp. Uh, this is this is really scary, dude. This is really some scary stuff. A sex doll collector named under his alias Brick Doll Banger. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a funny alias. My name is Brick Doll Banger, and I bang dolls. Anyway, Brick Doll Banger has opened up about his experiences of sleeping with Harmony. A life-size cyborg costing around fifteen thousand dollars. Damn. Anyway, made by California-based company Real Botics, Harmony is a robotic head capable of speech, machine learning, and autonomous movement. That's affixed to an automatically correct sex doll body. Brick, a dad of two from California. He's a dad of two. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I hope his children don't know about him sleeping with a sex doll. But anyway, Brick is the first person to own a Harmony sex robot whose development has been years in the making. Damn, dude, he's 60 years old. Well, I guess he couldn't use the The 60-year-old Dally Star Online that testing out work of art Harmony has been fantastic so far and has changed his perception on relationships. It's not real, dude. It's a doll. When Harmony becomes more advanced, Brick said he would consider entering into a relationship with the android he described as the future. In terms of making love to Harmony, Brick has had years of experience trying out various sex dolls created by Real Doll, a world-leading sex doll producer. Okay, I'm, this is getting too weird. I don't want to read any more of this. This is getting weird. Weird, weird, weird. Weird. Murphy Brown to tackle the hashtag Me Too. Let's see. I didn't even know Murphy Brown was still around. I used to watch that show back in the day. Murphy Brown to tackle the hashtag MeToo creators talks Leslie Moonveen scandal. Uh, let's see. The rival of Murphy Brown's will be ripped from the headlines in more ways than one. Creator Diane English told reporters Sunday that the rival of Newsroom Sitcom will address the hashtag MeToo movement while star Candace Bergen is bracing for President Trump's response to the show. Speaking at the Television Critics Association press tour in Beverly Hills, English revealed the details of a planned hashtag MeToo episode will 
addressing the ongoing scandal involving CBS Corp CEO Leslie Moonveens. Okay, I don't really care. I don't really care, okay? I don't care. I just don't care. I just don't care. Have no fear, because I do not really care. Newsum apologize. Yanks fake news search. Huh, interesting. Let's see what this is all about. See, the, let's see what this is all about. Uh, let, let, let's see what this is all about. Uh, let, 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 all right, stop it. Following substantial criticism over selling T-shirts adorned with the phrase, you are very fake news. They are. What are you talking about, CNN? Cause that's, oh, goodness. All right, yeah. It's nothing I need to talk about. Iran confirms golf drills as USA tensions rise. Put the phone down. I said, put the phone down. Growing backlash, calling out tech manners. I, I have to, to, to agree with this. A lot of my friends do this to me, and it really, really is bothersome. Because, see, when I was growing up, first of all, there wasn't any cell phones around. And my manners, when a friend called me or whoever called me, and I would pick the phone up and I would talk to them, you know, there was no, oh, I will text them and wait for them to call me back or text me back hours, sometime a day or two later. Some of my friends are guilty of that. But that's so, oh, anyway. It's bothersome because I didn't grow up in an era where, where the, the you know, the mannerism was not, oh, some I text you, or I message you, and I Snapchat you, or Facebook Messenger, whatever medium you're using, I always get back immediately. But my friends, they didn't grow up in that era apparently. So when I, you know, when they message me or Snapchat me or text or whatever. I immediately get back. But when I do that to them, sometimes it takes days before they even get back. Oh, dude, I forgot, man. You know, I it just is so asinine. But when I do it, they seem to show attitude. So anyway, I don't want to get into a rant about that. That's a show for another day, but let's... uh. Read this uh, this story here. This is from the Telegraph. It says, "Put your phone down." How are growing backlash is calling out our terrible tech manners? It really is horrible. How many times have you watched with this distaste as a parent ignores their young child beside them while mindlessly scanning their phones? Yes. We've all spotted them at it. And yes, how we've sighed and tooted our head. Excuse me. Next question. How many times have your eyes been glued to your own mobile screen while ignoring those in the room with you? Now, I got to admit, I didn't grow up that way. But stupid is, stupid does, I guess. 
is a way of putting it. Basically, I've adapted to the environment around me, and sometimes I find myself doing that. Like when I, I went on a on a deep sea fishing trip. Now, mind you, there's no reception out there, but you still see Mr. Jackson, Will, and myself on our phones. We weren't even enjoying the moment out there. We had to have the phone in our hands. Let everyone know how much fun we're having. But wait, are we having that much fun? Or are we letting everyone know that we're having fun? So that's my thing about that. It's known... Okay, you know, I don't want to read any more about this. I know that things is just... Technology is good, but it's also bad. It's not... It's allowing people not to be human with each other anymore. It's all about, oh, I got to let everyone else know how much fun I'm having. But wait a minute. How about letting the person know who you're with that you're having fun instead of being on the phone? How about that? Hmm? I think that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's what I say. But no. And every now and then I fall into that trap but so, honestly, it's not that I'm falling. I just get so irritated because my friends around me, they're so into the phone. They're like, you know what? I screw this. I'm not going to even. Why bother? Why say anything and just ruin the moment? Let them stay on their damn phone. I'm going to enjoy the moment for myself. So anyway, that's just how I feel about that. Speaking of intense humidity, I am dripping humidity right now. Intense humidity turns... NYC into swampy hellscape. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. Update. Toxic red tide hits Florida. What are we talking about here? Mm, mm, mm. Toxic red tide is making Floridians sick and angry. Red tide in the Gulf of Mexico and toxic blue-green algae in inland waters are killing animals and stoking outrage in South Florida. 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 I don't have much love except for West Key and Big Pond Key. Because I had so much amazing fun. Honestly, they showed me so much love and respect and admiration when I went there. It was the best time ever. Ever. That, you know. So, shout out to Big Pine Key. Which, mostly I would say shout out to, to Key West. Because that's where I couldn't go anywhere without turning my head. Everyone showed me so much love. So much love they showed me. So really appreciate that a lot. I really do. Okay, this is something. Sex at 70. Grace Jones Wild Festival crowd. Grace Jones, you're 70 years old. You want more sex? Come on already. What are you? How do you even identify? Do you identify as gay? You identify as male, as female, as so-called transgender, as I call them, man-made woman. What do you identify as? You're you're granny. You're, you're 70 years old. Are you seriously still having sex, lady? 
or whatever you want to uh, categorize yourself as. She's known for her dramatics. I guess it's correct categorized as a she. She's known for her dramatic on stage outfits. And Grace Jones 70 didn't disappoint as she performed at Best of All on Saturday night in Dorset, covered in white body paint. The singer, I didn't even know she was a singer. Honestly, I thought Grace Jones was an actress. Goes to show how much I know. The singer put on a show-stopping performance wearing a statement headdress as she stunned the crowd. Honestly, I gotta say, she looks good for 70. I, I, black people age gracefully. I know that it's, it's, you know, it sounds, I don't know how it sounds, but it's true. Black people grace, black people age gracefully. I don't remember where I was exactly, but when I told them my age, they couldn't, they just, she stared there with her mouth open like, no, you look Good, dude. You can't. I was like, yeah, I take care of myself. So anyway, uh, yeah, black people, most black people age gracefully. At one point during the show, the supermodel wore a golden skull on her forehead alongside a black cape. The star showcased her radiant complexion by sporting colorful face paint and a slick of berry lipstick. Clearly, given the performance, her all, the former Bond girl, pulled a series of quirky dance moves and as she belted out a song on stage. Doing an interview with Jim Fallon in April, Jones also shared where the inspiration behind the fame chick track La Freak came from. I don't know that I even want to know. I don't, you know, I don't know that I want to know. Yeah, I'm I'm done reading this story. I don't want to know. I'm done with you. I'm all done with you. Oregon police chief orders review of what? Oh, what is the order review of? I am literally dripping sweat. Sweat and sweat and sweat. Does any of you watch Preacher? I find the show, I don't, um, I'm like hooked on it. It's like so weirdly exciting and, and funny and action. I don't know. I just like the show. I don't know why. I mean, I... Traditionally, you think I wouldn't like a show that has that you know God is a is a dog. I mean, why would I like a show like that? I mean, it's a weird show, and you have a freaking vampire, which makes no sense because the vampire we know vampires can't come out in the sun, so he wears a little stupid umbrella hat and that protects him in the sun. But he's such a good character. I mean, a good actor. I can't remember his name exactly right now. But he used to be in the other show that originally was from the um from the UK and it got canceled because um which always happens when when a show gets rid of their original cast members, the show goes downhill. And it just happens because as people we grow attached to certain characters, just like like 
like talk shows, for instance, you get so attached to the personality in the, in the talk show, you get you get to grow and love and trust them. So if someone else takes over the show, like if it was political bomb show starring Hussein Udro, is like who? We don't know who this is. You know what I mean? So when you change the the, the cast dramatically, you the show dies basically in uh, in plain English. The show dies. So Cassidy's his name in uh, in in preacher. I can't remember uh, the show he came from right now off the top of my head, but it was a UK show, basically with teenagers who had superpowers and and so on. But anyway, um, he's funny. He's doing a great job. And uh, I'm not sure how I got off on a tangent on that, but let's get back to the story. In Salem, Oregon, Portland police were accused Sunday of being heavy-handed against people protesting a rally by extreme right demonstrators, reportedly injury injuring some counter protect some counter protesters and prompting the city's new police chief to order a new a review of officers' use of force. Okay, yeah, I don't care. Can't pretend to care when I don't care. I really can. Mm. Should I take a break? I think I should take a break right now because I'm on fire right now. Support our podcast by getting a free silicone wristband with a small donation. Visit politicalbombshow.cf and click on the wristbands in bottom right-hand corner of page. Yeah. Alright. I feel like I'm better off alone. Sometimes I love people, other time I hate them. Cause their friend them get to most problems and problems. So, anyway, back with my days of doing music. But it does beg to differ. How do you feel? How do I feel anyway? And I, it's, 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 it's touch and go. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm really, like I, I did the remix of this song back in the day and I felt that way. You know, I was better off alone because the friends, they, people are not like me. When I give my word, I'm going to do something. If I don't want to do something, I'm going to say it. So don't say, oh, yo, I'm going to bring you some more whiskey because I don't drink it. And then the day comes and you pretend like you don't even remember. And it's always an excuse. Oh, I forgot. I got you next time. I hate that. Oh, yo, man, I got you, dude. I'm going to record. I got you, dude. And they don't. So it just, I take every, you know, I treat people the way that I treat them. And 
when they text me, when they message me, I get back right away and I expect the same return. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it and I expect the same return. So when I don't get that same thing in return, then it does bother me. I'm human. It's just the way it is. It's I'm human. I can't pretend like it doesn't bother me when it really bothers me. But uh, yeah, it's not really one that I wanted to get into here. So uh, we get back to a little bit of news. Sure, why not? Let's get into some news. Crackdown on what? You know, I just don't feel like doing any more news, honestly. Let's see. I'm going to scroll through real quick. If I see something that catches my eye, I'm going to stop. If I don't, I'm going to keep going. How do you like that? You like that? Is that a, is that a deal? Oh, we have a deal here. All right, good. We have a deal. We have a deal. And I'm scrolling. Nine-year-old seller of lemonade robbed at gun. Are you kidding me? Someone robbed a nine-year-old of a lemonade stand? What world are we living in? Uh, let's look at this story here. This is pathetic. Where is this story from? This is from the Charlotte Observer. I can't believe that someone actually robbed a nine-year-old lemonade stand. Are you really kidding me? Are you serious? Things are that rough that you'd rob a nine-year-old boy? Unbelievable! A nine-year-old boy was robbed while selling lemonade in Monroe on Saturday. And the suspect is still at large, the Union County Sheriff's Office said. The boy's lemonade stand was near the roundabout and the entrance to St. John's Forest Development off Wedison Road. I can't believe this, dude. This is really angering me. And a teenager approached the boy around 3 p.m., the sheriff said. The teenager allegedly shoved the gun towards the boy's stomach and demanded money before running away. The sheriff's office said, I, this is so, oh my, a nine-year-old boy. He's still nine years old. In some nearby woods, deputies found a black BB gun. So it was a BB gun apparently they used and a metal tin and a camouflage hat similar to the one the teenager wore during the robbery. He may have hidden a bicycle in the woods and cycled away after the robbery. Uh, I can't. Oh, my. This really pisses me off. The stolen cash was less than $20, but still, it doesn't matter if it was two cents. It's the principle. If, if this kid had... A GoFundMe, I would I would raise money for him because this is pathetic. Robbing from a nine-year-old lemonade stand is obviously a loser. I, I don't believe the, what I'm reading there. Okay, let's just keep scrolling through this stuff because this is really asinine, dude. This is unbelievable. A freaking nine-year-old was robbed at gunpoint for less than $20. Unreal. On freaking real, you know what I mean. Let's just scroll through this real quick here. Okay, yeah, I don't see anything else here that I want to read. I'm done with the news. I'm done with the news. Done with the news. Let's just get into my my monologue. I just wanted to talk about men out there. Do you cook 
or do your wife cook? Do your girlfriend cook? If you live alone, do you cook or do you eat out? That's what I want to know. I mean, I guess I'm from a different generation, uh, or is this the way how I grew up? My grandmother, I used to always observe her. I was always an observant kid, and I think that was to my advantage, being very observant. So I was always observant, and I watched her carefully when she cooked, and she was the, the caretaker of the family. You know, you know, all the parents, my mom and my aunts, you know, they all would drop the kids off there, and my grandmother, rest her soul, Grandma Blyden, she would take care of all of us. And I would always watch her. All the other kids would be doing their thing, but I would always watch, especially when she was in the kitchen. I would just observe and just look at the, I could feel the happiness oozing out of her and the love oozing out of her. I remember one time she told me that she cooks with love. She said, if you don't cook out of love, then it's not going to come out and taste good. And I always remember that still sticks with me. And it's so true because when I'm angry and I cook, the food do not taste good at all. But when I cook, when I'm in a great mood and I'm cooking for myself, I mean, obviously, I'm not cooking for anyone else because I'm single. But if I was cooking for someone else, and um, I'd be cooking out of love because that's what my grandmother did. And the food always tasted amazing. So it's true. Like today, what did I make? I made some... Uh, uh, some sausage, some Johnsonville. It was a, it was a, a special edition one. It was a wine and cheese sausage. It came out amazing. So I had a pasta dish. It was really delicious. I really uh, enjoyed it. It tasted really good. And I wasn't cooking it because I was angry. I was really in a great mood. And I think that's because, like I said, I had an extended weekend. And so I was very happy, and the food came out amazing. And so I always learned from Grandma Blyden that when you cook with love, the food comes out amazing, and if you don't cook out of love, it doesn't come out that great. And I can attest to that. When I was mad and I cooked, it tasted horrible. There's no question about it. So I'm just wondering, guys out there, married, single, dating, do you ever cook for yourself or do you depend on someone else to cook for you or if you don't depend on someone else to cook for you do, do you always eat out and if so why and and your childhood when you grew up did your mom do all the cooking in the house did the dad never do any of the cooking or did you guys always eat out i'd really like to know because i i can only speak for myself knowing that we didn't i didn't grow up in a home where we ate out it was you know, I barely even, I can't even remember, well, I could count on one hand. My mom, she always took us, like, on a special occasion. The Pizza Hut down there in St. Thomas, it was, like, a real fancy restaurant. I can remember every now and then going there to eat. But that's really the only place I could really remember and going out to eat. And one time, uh, what is that place? Uh, I can't think of the name of it. It's, it's not, uh, I can't think of the name right now. I don't think it's around anymore. But it's basically almost like, it was like a, like a buffet type thing. But we used to go there every now and then. And uh, other than that, we always, we always, um, always ate at home. So that's all I can remember. I can't remember eating out. It was rare that we ever ate out. And even to this day, I don't really eat out much. I mean, like if I'm working and uh, I have no choice because I'm on the go, 
yeah, I'll grab some food because I'm on the go, but I do like to take my own lunch with me because it's number one, it's healthier and you save more money. And uh, so that's what I've, I've always done. But I'm just wondering, guys, do you actually cook or do you believe that, that cooking is a woman's um, detail, that a woman is the only one who should be cooking? Or do you just can't cook and that's just your excuse saying, I can't cook, so I'm just going to let the wife, the fiance cook, or even gay people. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have any gay friends. Not that I don't. Not that I don't. Uh, not that I would be afraid to have a gay friend. I just don't have one. I mean, I do associate with some of my gay customers, and I get along fine with them. So it's not that I don't want or I'm looking for a gay friend. That's not. A friend is a friend. If if I if we click and we get along great, I don't care really what you are. Transgenders, well, that's a little bit different because I have a real strong, strong feeling about transgenders, where I call them, you know, well, we don't get into that. You've heard my transgender rants before, so there's no need to get into that. But gay or lesbian, I would sure I would have a gay or lesbian friend. Why not? As long as they're not trying to to persuade me in their way of, of doing things, but why not? Some of my gay customers are, are I get along with them the best. They're, they're funny. It, it's all about chemistry and and people. It's all about that. It doesn't really matter your your sexual orientation. I don't really look at it that way. I look at if you're a hole, you're a hole. Doesn't matter if you're a straight a hole or lesbian a hole or a gay a hole. Your a hole is an a hole. So I don't really go around look you know, categorizing people saying, oh, no. And that's what pisses me off about one of my coworkers. He he thinks because I have a certain um, a certain outlook on certain things that he judges me by that. I could tell by the hostility he showed towards me the other day where I've never treated him any differently and showed, like, a, a lot of hostility towards me. He's like, dude, that's just my opinion. You have your opinion. I have my opinion. Why are you going to show hostility where I never show hostility towards you? But I'm supposed to work with him coming up real soon. So that should be interesting. I mean, I'm not going to show hostility. I've never shown hostility. But if he wants to show hostility, then how else am I supposed to respond? I'm human. I am human. So anyway, don't want to get into a, to a rant about that. It doesn't really bother me that much, really. I don't care. You want to show hostility? I'm going to show hostility right back. If you're going to show hostility because I have my certain beliefs, then that's your business, whatever. I don't care. But anyway, uh, do you cook for yourself, men out there, whether it be gay, straight, bi, or whatever you are, do you cook for yourself? If so, or why? If not, why? I'd like to know. So just go ahead and... And give us a call and leave a comment there. I need to leave a message. 323-835-1123. Or to visit politicalbombshow.cf and let us know if you cook for yourself or you don't cook for yourself. I'm just curious. Because, I mean, when I first started out cooking for myself, it was horrible. I'm not going to lie. But practice do make perfect. My food was horrible. I remember living back in Hartford and... You know, I don't know why I made the mistake. I was always told, dude, you should get some help and get a roommate. So I got a roommate, Louis Rivera. I still remember your full name. That's right. P. 
people who treat me horribly and wrong. Luis Rivera was the worst kind of roommate. I mean, Luis Rivera, he sold, I remember he sold me a watch. I bought the watch from him. You know, I'd go out to work, but the way how I was, I would like, I'd, I'd like to cook my food and uh, I'd like to, I would like to come home and reheat my food. But what Luis Rivera did, he didn't even help me. He didn't contribute to the groceries at all. I'd come home. He had friends on the on the lower floor of us. He would take my food that I cooked for myself, feed it to him and him and his friends, and leave nothing for me at all, like nothing. I mean, what kind of a person was like that, Luis Rivera? What did I do to you? I didn't do nothing to you. And then he got mad that eventually I, I told him he had to leave my my home. I, you know, you're you're not paying rent. You're you're taking my food. You gotta go. And do you know what this Puerto Rican dude did to me? He stole the watch that I bought from him as he left. When I when I was at work, I came home. This is this was, you know, was horrible. I didn't do anything to this dude. I pulled up with his nonsense. I was essentially paying for him to live with me, a stranger that I didn't even know. And he didn't even like me. He had nothing to do with me, and he would take my food and feed it to his friends and himself. That's the kind of person I was living with. And then when I would lock my bedroom door, he would break into it. That's this. This is this is what I had to put up with. You have no idea. I, I'm sorry I forgot to mention him in my uh, autobiography because Lewis. Oh, maybe I did. I don't remember. But anyway, um, he was horrible in plain English. So he was one of these guys. He didn't know how to cook for himself. Since they'll learn how to cook for himself, but even contributing, saying, "Here you go, Ray Sean. Here's a couple of dollars to contribute to food, even though I'm not paying rent." Oh man, Louis Rivera was horrible. He's a horrible human being. Honestly, he really was. I mean, what kind of a person sells someone something and then steals it back when they move out out of vengeance? How could you be mad at me? You weren't paying rent, and you were eating my food, literally, and not, leave, not even leaving a, a, a crumb for me. And then you get mad at me? Oh, man, people are the worst, honestly. They really are the worst. I don't know how else to put it. People are the worst, you know? So that's pretty much all I have to say for this show. I mean, I don't really have much else to say other than, I'd like to hear from you. If you had someone, if you had a terrible uh, roommate experience, I'd like to set up an interview to talk to you about it because I've definitely had some really bad roommate uh, interviews twice, as a matter of fact. And they both left and stole my things. So one of them, in fact, who was from England, actually to hurt me, Deleted my my website. Deleted my website and stole my food and stuff. It was unbelievable. So, um, I'd like to hear from you on that. Call, I mean, uh, give me a go to politicalbouncer.cf and scroll to I want to be a guest and let me talk to you about that because it's definitely something worth talking about. Roommates from hell. Roommates from hell. In fact, that sounds like a good uh, 
a good title of a show, Roommates from Hell. So I hope that you made it and survived through your Monday. I know I did. I have an extended weekend. I'm doing great. And I hope you're doing great. And I hope that you went to Political Bomb Show, bottom right-hand corner. I hope you, you contributed to uh, the show by donating to get your awesome, metallic, free Political Bomb Show wristband. It's great having you guys as my audience. Always love to hear from you. Thank you for your for your listenership. And God's will, I will return to you tomorrow. Take care. The keyword phrase of the day is don't tread on me. Text us now, 323-835-1123, or contact us at politicalbombshow.cf. Political Bomb Show. Exciting talk show that educates listeners while giving common sense opinion on politics, news, and a variety of topics. Uh, why or why not? I'm absolutely outraged by what he just said, that a fetus is less less significant than a pet. I, I that, just... that based on the picture, non-picture? Uh, the, well, no. Listen to our podcast. Visit politicalbombshow.cf. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, baby.